welcome to Who's the Mummy, the Dan and Lucy podcast. So you might know us from TikTok, where you'll often find me pranking Lucy. Annoyingly, mostly. This is a little look behind the scenes, a little look at our lives. Life as new mum and dad. We hope you enjoy. Oh, Here we are. Podcast episode number two. Episode two. Can you actually believe it? It's exciting. I feel more relaxed now. Oh, see, no. I feel like, first one's out of the way, I've had beginner's luck. Beginner's luck on the first one. It's downhill from here. Although I have got a cup of tea in front of me. We're a very, a very suave production here. Yep. We've got some Who's the Mummy mugs. Mine says Lucy, obviously. Yep. It'd be weird if it says someone else's name. <laughs> to be fair, when uh, our lovely little assistant, Joe, came, <laughs> I'm joking. When Joe came in with, uh, with a cup of tea, I thought he'd given Dan a mug. And I'm going to be honest, I was a little bit fuming. But he quickly rectified the error and gave me my mug. But anyway, so I'm just gonna have a little sip of my tea. Why don't you why don't you start the podcast, Dan? Okay, well, I here mean, we are. I know what you're doing, you're eyeing up the party. I can, I've got party <laughs> rings, and to be honest, I can't wait to open them and eat them. But can I tell you a story about the party rings before we start? If you have to. What? If I have to. Is it gonna delay me eating the actual party rings? Well, no, I mean you eat while I tell the story. Okay. And it's, it's straight. I said, you eat while I tell the story, it's like, <laughs> like a ravenous bear. You're dunking your party ring. Yeah, they're miniature no, party rings. Just okay, to describe them. I'm all for dunking a biscuit, but there is one biscuit, two biscuits you should not dunk in tea. One being a party ring, and two being a Jaffa cake. Which, well, that's yeah. another debate in itself. Is it cake? Is it biscuit? Let's not go down anyway, that Anyway, not the point. We're talking about the party rings. I feel like I'm the queen of going on tangents, so you may have to reel me back in. Chocolate hobnobs, if you want no, to say okay. my favourite. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to start another debate. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast about biscuits. Right. <laughs> um, party rings so i went to home bargains which i have mentioned in the previous podcast and probably will mention in every podcast coming up because it's my favorite place in the world but i bought dan a packet a multi-pack of mini party rings the other day thinking he might share one with me thinking they might last him a while i kid you not in about two days these 14 pack of party rings had gone i'd not seen a single party ring yeah, but they're, miniature to ones. they're small ones that's not the point Anyway. Party rings mini. Anyway, we've spoken enough about party rings. <laughs> I'm going to have my party ring. <laughs> episode two. Episode two. Episode two of our podcast. This episode is about having a baby during lockdown, yeah. which I think there's a lot of people that had babies during lockdown. It was like another little baby boom. You know, like after the war, people had babies. There's going to be like in years to come, yeah. children are going to learn about lockdown babies. Lockdown babies. But we was we'd already we was already pregnant going into lockdown. Mm-hmm. So for us, I find it was really... I guess it was scary and traumatic because we've never had... Traumatic. Yeah, it was traumatic because we'd never, obviously never had a baby and mm. we'd never had a pandemic. Well, it, it did all happen at once because uh, we talked about in the previous episode how, well, I won't go too much into it, but we talked about, you know, in the first trimester, you don't normally tell people and yeah. stuff. So we kind of told everybody, I think we told everybody in the February... And then by the March, the pandemic happened and they were like, right, you're on furlough. Obviously, at this point, we didn't know what furlough was. Mm. Furlough was not a common thing. I think our company sort of seemed to do it before it was sort of announced to the world. And so we, I thought we were losing our jobs. I was like, OMG, I'm going to be pregnant and we're going to have no jobs. We've both been furloughed. Like, well, it was really scary. It, we we, we yeah. thought furlough for us, I was like, I've lost my job. And I've been doing that job for 18 years, a long time. And yeah. I thought, we've lost our job. We've just bought... A house again. We obviously talked about that in the previous episode about how Lucy made me buy a bigger house. Um, but <laughs> it needed. We didn't have a nursery. Yeah. We had ripped a bathroom out 
already. Yeah. So we had to fit about like all these things that we then couldn't oh, do. Thinking so about could... it now, it's making me relive the stress. It was stressful. It was stressful. But I'm sure other people went through a similar thing. Like you might be sitting there thinking, it was, oh, I, it that was happened the unknown. to me. It was the unknown yeah. is what it was. Nobody knew what was happening. I'm going to be honest. I thought I was going to die. I thought I'd lost my job. It's a bit extreme. It, but it felt extreme. Like, bear in mind, I've had pregnancy hormones as well. It, it, I'm aware of that. Oh, well, listen, I would just continue in your party rings and silence. If I, I'll finish You know now. what's good for you. Are you going to you finish yours? the packet? Yep. That is insane. Right, anyway, that's an example of what uh-huh. I have to live with. <laughs> um, Doesn't eat a vegetable, but will demolish a packet of party rings in about three <laughs> that in itself is a party trick. It is a party it trick. It is a party trick. I don't think I have a party trick. You haven't. I haven't got a party trick. Well, you just said you haven't. Yeah, Why but you're not my... supposed to disagree with me. Oh, okay. Yes, you have a party trick. Show it? us all. What is it then? I don't know. Anyway, so, but it was it was really hard. Like, we were in this lockdown. Everybody was absolutely terrified. I mean, I'm still, still scared yeah. now, but it, it was it was stressful. I think that everyone now has adjusted to it. So now mm. it's kind of, we've seen... We've seen what life is like now and what people talk about the new normal. Yeah. Well, that is now for us the new normal. I mean, I was we was I was furloughed for six months, so we was yeah. off for six months. Um by the at, time I was unfurloughed, I was on maternity leave. Yeah. So I I don't think I've <laughs> I haven't been to work since March last year. I don't even think I'd know how to do my job. No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. No. I, but know. you're a pro at cooking dinner. Can I say what you're a pro at? Do you want me to tell you? Save that for another podcast if you I'm want. I'm going to tell you. Okay. If you're sitting at home, just imagine for a second, okay, picture a, a sunny little garden, height of lockdown, with some lovely weather. What were you doing? Well, I'll tell you what Dan was doing. He comes in and he goes, oh my goodness, you are never, like imagine a sassy little walk. You are never going to believe what I have ordered. I'm thinking, I'm pregnant, so what do I want? I want a pool. I want something cold. I want some food. He's ordered... A sprinkler system. No, oh, no, worse than that. Do you remember your anti-kink hose pipe? <laughs> and he said, oh, I wonder what the PSI is on that thing. And yeah, but then, when you're in lockdown, no, there's not much to do. You can't go anywhere. So, yes, I was excited about ordering an anti-kink and hose. And I quote, do you want to take a candid picture of me using my new hose pipe so you can send it to your mum? Which you did and told them, I told you to take a I, t- I sent them that exact quote. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you feel no shame for this. I feel like I then moved on to a sprinkler system from there. <laughs> I like had the hose pipe and then I was like, oh okay, I'm bored of the hose God. pipe. Every day the sprinkler system. Oh. So. You just told me to stop talking over him. Yeah, because you do that. <laughs> I have go a on, voice. Go on, tell me a story. Tell I'm me I'm just sprinkler. talking about the sprinkler system anyway. I'll eat a party ring. So that was it, really, about the. But <laughs> I was going to take <laughs> it back to the <laughs> fact what that. I'm angry about for you not saying sprinkler system. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. I didn't want everyone to know that I've got a sprinkler system. Well, they know. That was my lockdown secret. Listen. So we had all these things we had to do, we had to prepare for. We didn't have, (laughs) we was on furlough. We wasn't working. I'm just sitting back, not interrupting you and draw my party ring. Ironically, you've interrupted me to tell me Oh, okay, go on. (laughs) Give me a monologue about sprinklers. No, I'm just saying that we had to then find a way of, and I'm not very good at DIY, which you'll probably tell me. I'm allowed to comment? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Dan is not very good at DIY. However, do you know, I am genuinely impressed about your sprinklers. I think we spent too much time on the podcast mm-hmm. about your sprinklers, but I am actually impressed you managed to do that. But we all had to find a coping mechanism, mm-hmm. something to adjust by. What did I do? 
I mean, I guess I just focused on being pregnant and like having to get anything ready for the baby. So yeah. I was constantly Googling, what do I need for this event? Or what do I need for this? Or shall I order 85 sleep suits on eBay? Yeah, you was really, you was like really organised yeah. with everything. Whereas I was a bit more panicky worrying about how we're going to get a nursery ready for a baby. Like yeah. how we're going to fit the bathroom. We'd, we'd had the bathroom sitting in the garage. <laughs> We ripped the old bathroom out. no one to fit it because of lockdown. And then lockdown happened. <laughs> so I can't. No. I can't do any of that. I mean, I, I was good at destroying yeah. and ripping out the old bathroom. I took all the tiles off the wall. And then, but I can't put oh it all back God, together. Oh, the bathroom. I couldn't. And it's still not finished. <laughs> it's still, it's still not finished. A year later, it's not finished. <laughs> but there is a bath in there. And but we can use it to bath a Harper. So. Aside from like the fun activities through lockdown, yeah. in terms of having a baby through lockdown, I mean, obviously we've not had a baby any other time so we can't compare it but it did feel not normal if that makes sense like it was a very it's, it, <sighs> i know what you mean and it's i feel like it's difficult to describe because we didn't know what to expect but what we did expect that we would have you take for of, granted that you can come to the scans yeah like all your friends around you all your family around you and it's mm. just it's just us there pregnant yeah. uh, it, it, and we're going into the unknown and we don't know what to expect, what's normal, what's not normal. And all we can do is like phone friends. And to be fair, we've got, I feel like, a really good support network we around have. us. We have. And I mean, this is going to sound, this is a controversial thing. I do feel that I waited a very long time to think, you're never going to have a baby. I finally got a baby. I'm finally pregnant. And I felt a bit cheated mm. out of the experience. And I know that sounds horrible because there are people who... All they want in the world is to have a baby, and I've if that is if that's you, I have been there, yeah. and it's it is heartbreaking. Every post that you see, oh another person's pregnant, oh another person's having a baby, it's awful. All you want to do is share every moment with your friends and family, well, it, and you can't. I like no. it's, you finally got it, and you can't share it. And I have had so many people message me being like, "Please tell me that you have felt like this because." It, I, I yeah. can't be the only one, and it's awful. Like you've basically, <laughs> you go through it on your own. I I remember one scan when we first because we had one scan together before everything went nuts. We got the first scan, which is when we found out. Well, we had the scan where we found out the sex of the yeah, baby. We had that, and then we couldn't. Dan couldn't come anymore. Then there was no more. So every single time it was me dropping Lucy off to the hospital. And happened. waiting in my car. They wouldn't even. I said, "Oh, can can I film it?" Like I'm, I'm emotional. I'm literally yeah. crying. I'm like, "Can I film? Can I film it for my partner?" And they're like, "Nope, you can't film it." No. So it really uh, took. Uh, it really took that away because I then felt like I wasn't there for that for that well, the important. Got cheated. Yeah, I felt cheated out the whole thing. There were positives though, so mm. I don't want this to be too negative around it because obviously you can't. No. You know, it was what it was, and the hospital had to do what they had to do. Like as everyone yeah. did through lockdown and and it was a big adjustment but also because I was off and we mm. got to spend so much time so I was there for for the whole pregnancy and I feel like without sounding cheesy maybe but I felt like I bonded more with Harper because yeah. I was there all day every day so I could talk to her mm -hmm. so she's heard my my voice every single day whereas I guess for a lot of people yeah they, you don't the, have that the other half goes to work you come home then then they start hearing mm. the voice. For us, it was a bit more. It was it was a bit deeper. But there were also. I mean, I remember one time that was. I mean, we'd had a couple of incident incidences where 
there was you couldn't feel oh, far apart. Okay, so this we had a few little scares in in the pregnancy. What's where... it called when? Reduced movement. Reduced movement. So, so I hadn't felt her move for a while. Because after a certain point in pregnancy, if you've not been pregnant or you don't know, they expect you to feel the baby moving in a certain sort of pattern or a regular amount of time. So, you know, if, if you haven't felt the baby move in a certain amount of time and that's unusual for you, they would call that reduced movements and they'd want you to call in to the midwife unit to basically get checked over. Um, and that happened to me quite a few times. And it got to the point where it happened so many times that, like, I could see Dan was getting frustrated with having to go up to the hospital, but obviously, we, we like we both were frustrated. But we, I, I thought to myself, if this is the one time I don't go, <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna, it's going to be the time. It's one of those that you have you have to go. And I think the f- the frustrating thing is, of course, not being able to be there. Like I wasn't able to be there for you. Yeah, J- you know, and and luckily everything was fine every single time. But there was that one time where. You wasn't allowed to take your phone in the room. Oh, oh no, you was. You took your bag in, but they put you in a different room. Yeah. And they left you I there for an tell hour. Dan. They left her there for an hour and a half. But she knew in the first five minutes the baby's fine, but they needed to monitor her for an hour and a half. Mm. And I was just left outside. I couldn't tell Absolutely. Dan. Absolutely. Like, it was the worst hour and a half of my life because I was just panicking. And all these thoughts go through your mind. Mm. But everything was fine. And it was all all good. But that's just one part of... The fact that we had a baby in lockdown, that that was part of yeah. it. And that's part of we had to adjust and be like, okay, well, I can't be there. Can I her. just say, can you can you appreciate how serious we've actually been? Like we're very serious. <laughs> not serious people, but we've just we, I, I would say we've talked for a solid at least five minutes just in deep in deep chats. Without me making a What joke. do they call it? Deep and meaningful, is that a thing? We're not really down with the youthful <laughs> the youthful what do they call it? Slang slang terms? I did test you on youthful slang terms the other day. Did I, not did not know any of them. Can you can you remember anyway? By the way, I, I had can't. to Google them. I did not know. <laughs> you don't know any? No, I don't know any. So it's not a we're not we're not useful people. No. Uh did actually reference that in the first podcast. Did talk in length about how grannyish I am. <laughs> and about how handsome I am. We talked about that, didn't we? Did we? Let's move I on think I might immediately have from that. Brush that out of my memory. Anyway. Um but it was it was a funny old time. Mm. We ended up uh, so Harper was breach, which is a pregnancy term, which basically means the wrong way round. Well, this whole this whole thing was a whole was a whole thing during what? lockdown because she was oh, she was breach. Then she so was breach. So basically, Lucy, quite I think I feel like early on, or, yeah. or not early on, probably when it was approaching the time you was due to give birth. Yeah, you decided you was going to you wanted a C section. Yeah, you you kind of didn't want to go through the natural birth uh, uh, because. Okay, yeah. I mean, <laughs> should I tell you the line that Dan said to me, which is slightly off topic. Dan said to me, birth is a choice, which if you're listening and you are a female who has been pregnant, you will know birth is not a choice. Okay? I feel very strongly. I'd just like to get that out there. He, he seems to think it is a choice whether or not to give birth. And let me tell you, just from personal experience, it doesn't take a doctor to realise once a baby's inside you, at some point, that baby's got to come out of you. One way or another. But, ladies, birth is a choice. I'll just repeat that for you one now, more time. Go now on. is not the time to debate this. Would you but, like to tell me why you think birth is a choice? No. The point <laughs> that I was making was that Harper was breach. Yeah. So you'd got it in your mind that you wanted a, C, a C-section anyway. Yeah, That's they what give you, you choices of, of what you can they do. They talk you through the different options, um, again, which I wasn't able to be there for. Um, I'd really <laughs> wanted Lucy to have a natural birth. Because yeah. I thought it was an experience that I think that she would possibly regret if she if she didn't. Um, 
And then she, you'd come around to thinking, oh, yes, it's not. It's a good tea, isn't it? It's a really good tea. Um, you'd come around then to thinking, okay, yes. Do you know what? I do want a natural birth. I do want to experience it. Then, obviously, you'd. That's when we then went in, and you'd found out she was breech, and she'd. Fl- and they'd said there was something like a twelve percent chance, eight percent, an eight percent chance of her turning. So, Basically, after I, I think I was thirty-seven weeks, and they say after thirty-six weeks, whatever position the baby is in, yeah. that's pretty much that's the position they're set in. And she turned because I'd had a scan at thirty-six weeks and thirty-seven weeks because I'd had so many because of all the reduced movements and all the faff and blah blah blah, but. She turned in a week. And I was like, are you are you joking me? Like, I've just spent this whole time being like, I'm going to have a C-section. We're going to have a C-section. And Dan's like, no, you should have a natural birth. You'll regret it. So I talked myself into it. I bought myself bought myself a flipping birthing ball, okay? I was sitting on the ball being like, ooh, he's going to be the keeper to my gate. Which if you've, <laughs> if you've ever looked at hypnobirthing, it, it's... Yeah, it's some of it I can get behind, but some of it they're like, ooh, imagine you're blowing out a candle on the other side it's, of the room. It's weirder for the partner to watch that <laughs> happening without any context of what's going on. I She's walking into him. a living room and then that's happening. <laughs> I was like, look, you need to sit down and watch this episode with me because you're going to be the keeper to my castle. And he's sitting there like, what? Sorry, what's going on? <laughs> but anyway, so I'd, I'd got myself into that mind frame of... You're going to have a natural birth. You're hypnobirthing the baby out of you. It's just going to flow out of you. And then they're like, yeah, she's breech. So you've got the option to either manually turn her, like by pushing your belly, or uh, that's called ECV. also is not a guarantee to work. Oh, no. Let me just tell you the way they described it. And I'm all for, you know, birth is is choices to whatever you fight for you. But that was not for me when they described it. Absolutely terrifying. Or they were like, you can have a planned C-section. So I was like, cool, I'm going to have a C-section. So then I had to get myself in the the mental mind frame of you're going to, you're going to have a C-section, which is, I know, people palm it off. Dan likes to jokingly say that I didn't give birth because I had a C-section. <sighs> which was just take a deep, sharp and take a breath there. Didn't didn't give birth, which again, if you've had a C-section, you will understand somebody saying to you, you didn't give birth. That's going to, that's going to F you off a little bit. Anyway, not the point. So I, I had got myself into the mind frame of going to have a C-section on the actual day of of her birth, I've come in. They've said, come in at seven. You're going to have a baby today. So you have to, yeah. So just to set this up, you have to get in very early yeah. at the hospital. You have to bring yourself <laughs> with you. And then what happens? <laughs> Do you want to tell us a story about us rushing in, what your brother told us? What was that? that he said, basically, whoever's there first, they'll get their baby first. So yeah. we were like, right. We saw this other couple in the car park. We were like, that's probably them. That's yeah. probably the baby. So we were rushing. couple that having a baby. So we were like, right. You know that little walk Imagine that you a do? nine month. <laughs> A nine-month pregnant lady <laughs> waddling as fast as she can towards a hospital door. I was like, right, I'm getting in before that lady. I was like, Danny, you quick enough. <laughs> Bear in mind, I'm the one that's slow arm waddling. <laughs> so we got in and we were in They weren't even the couple. Just They weren't the couple. They were, they were not the couple. We did that for no reason. Um, we was in, And then they have a final scan mm-hmm. before, just to check where the baby is, because they have to know where the baby is on the day. The you... incision in the right place and yeah. whatever. And blah, blah, blah. So they did that. And she'd flipped again. She turned again. So she was in the position for a natural birth. Fuming. And then this is where it got. I mean, they they filled a room full of, uh, well, it was a doctor. The chief midwife. Chief midwife. um, About eight other midwives. There was so many people and they were all like, right, you ready for your natural birth? And I was like, listen, I'm very sorry. And I know you're here to do a job. But firstly, you don't mess with a heavily pregnant woman. Second of all, you've told me I'm having a baby today, so I'm coming out here with a baby woman. <laughs> and thirdly, 
I've had to get my friend. But bear in mind, this whole saga, yeah. I've had to have a C-section. Oh, now you're the keeper to my castle. Now <laughs> you're having a C-section. I, I mentally, I can't do it. I feel like it's a lot for it's a lot for a woman to give birth, regardless. And I feel like to go oh, through that set of emotions, are you? <laughs> to go through that set of emotions and then change back to natural birth, it was just it was too much. And I really sympathise with you. However, I sympathise with the doctors because. Lucy will always get her own one. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was angry. There I was, was an angry not a chance. That, that, bear in mind, there was professionals and there was about 12 of them in one room <laughs> and they were not winning that battle. And they I they just kept listening there. off being like, oh, the benefits of this and this and this. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Um, I'd, like a, I'd, like, I'd yeah. like to have my baby today. <laughs> so Lucy got her own way and she had a C-section. <laughs> they put it down as maternal request. <laughs> but what I would say, what an amazing experience. Oh, my goodness. I mean, just put aside the fact it's an overwhelming, amazing experience having a baby anyway but it was actually from that point onwards that was a bit stressful leading up to that because we was a bit tired <laughs> obviously we hadn't slept much we was a bit kind of it was a scary day <laughs> can i tell the story about the when they had to uh give me i'm just gonna i'm gonna in case you're squeamish i'm gonna do it as, as nicely as i can when they had to basically numb numb me uh they had to uh inject me and Dan could obviously see what was happening. He's meant to be there, be my loving support. He's holding my hand. He's pulling faces like, oh, oh, God, look at the look at the size of it. I'm like, sorry, this is happening to me. So anyway, aside from all that, that happened. Then I'm laid down. I think the uh, the weekend was playing, which you actually made a comment said it probably was playing at conception and birth. It was probably. <laughs> um, Everyone has a go to <laughs> go to artist. Uh, do you remember? So Dan, little little side story for you once. Dan once, very, very early on in our relationship, I might add, said he wanted to create a playlist called PDL Playlist, which stands for, would you, would you like to tell them what it stands for? I can't for? remember. You can. Passionate Daniel Lovemaking. And his first song on there that he wanted to put on there was I'll Make Love to You, Boys to Men. A classic. I don't want to be listening to Boys to Men while I'm getting it. I don't. Listen. I, I don't. Go on. Listen what? Every girl loves boys to men. <laughs> no. I think a lot of women won't even know who they are. <laughs> I only know not... them because of you. <laughs> That's not true. Anyway, what we even said. Oh, yeah. We were talking about the birth. So the birth. So they put the screen up and they 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 do the thing and the baby comes out. And I, I immediately, because you see on a lot of TV shows, you think the baby's just going to come to you straight away, just going to be placed on you. Yeah. Did not happen like that. No, well, that's but but in on TV, and I guess we didn't want to watch any of the shows that show actual like. I don't think there are any art shows. That, no, there are. There's like one born every minute and things. Yeah, but they things don't like that. really show. No, but they do. Sh- well, we don't know because we haven't watched it. But we we didn't watch any of that. But we have seen films. Yeah. Where you think, oh, they take the the baby and then they put it with the mum and then that's it. That's it. Um, that's not it. Definitely not it. Definitely <laughs> not it. Let me tell you, uh, unless it was just for us, but. So Harper came out and it was an ama- like amazing, overwhelming feeling because we heard her cry. She had a great oh. set of lungs on her. She cried. But they took her over to obviously be checked by by just the midwife that was there. Yeah. Uh, but obviously Lucy was still laying there because I they were still working. I have got a midwife on my head. I'm going to call her Julie because I will talk about her in a second. Yeah. Julie. Good old Julie. <sighs> Julie. Me and Julie got a strained relationship, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Julie is not aware of this. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Harper was then... At this point, hadn't been officially named, so... No. Well, we, we knew, but they, they were like, oh, what are you going to call her? And you're always like, oh, we haven't decided, haven't decided yet, but actually you've got seven monogrammed T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> but so she was just her. called Baby Lawrence at that point. <laughs> so she was laying there, and she wasn't 
Well, she was breathing properly, but she was trying too hard. So she's working too hard, which apparently is quite common with um, babies that haven't come out the vagina canal, which is that's. Does that not make you just think about that word? Anyway, um, we'll probably cut that bit out. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. So but, she's laying there. She's working too hard, and then all of a sudden, and I've got to keep like Lucy's over there. She can kind of see to the side, and I have to keep like running back and saying everything's fine. She's amazing. She's beautiful. Running back and thinking, oh my god, what's going on? Like I was completely powerless. But because... I know something's got, something's gone wrong. And at this yeah. point, this is what I'm going to tell you about. Julie. Well, 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 let's just say nothing went wrong. So, so nothing no, had gone wrong. But she needed help, and I hadn't seen my baby. My ba- I'd heard my baby be born. Yeah. And oh, right. and then we could just hear. But then at this point, a pediatrician ran in. I, then they I got still another, didn't know this information, the, no, though. So Lucy didn't. So I couldn't tell her anything. I, I did tell you the pediatrician come in, but they said that. But I said, that's standard. They just bring them in to Everyone check. Everyone just kept saying, oh, it's normal. It's fine. And yeah. you know, as a mother, your instinct is very strong. You know. So I've got Julie, and I'm going to have to talk about Julie now because she's just out of me thinking about Julie. <laughs> she's rubbing my head going, oh, my God. Hasn't the weather been so hot? My daughter's pregnant. And I'm thinking, Jiggly, you and I both know my daughter's just been born. I can't hear her. Everybody's telling me it's normal. And you're rubbing my face telling me we've had a heat wave. I don't want it, okay? I don't want it, Julie. I know you're trying to do a good job, but it's not working. I would just like you to stop talking to me and bring in my child. That, yeah. That's all. That's the politest I can say about Julie, because she was lovely, but I didn't want it. But Julie was just doing her job. Uh, that's fine, but I didn't... <laughs> I didn't want it. You didn't want it at the time, but that's just what she's there for, to just give you some reassurance, because I was a new dad. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on either, and I then had this whole thing of what's going on, yeah. and also you laying there and thinking, I need to reassure you. But it was fine, and it was an amazing... It was just an amazing feeling, because at that point then, she the paediatrician come in, they said it's fine. She needed some help breathing. They got her sorted, and then I was I had, my, I had like, the first... Well, we had the first cuddle, all three of us, really. No, you, then you they, had cuddles with her first. They brought No, because they brought her straight over then. Oh, they did give her to me, so I had a cuddle, and then I brought yeah. her over to you. Oh, yeah, and, then, that, and that was what I mean. Anybody, if you're sitting at home and you have had a baby, you will know whether you are the partner or the person having the baby. The moment your child, for the first time, is brought over is just one of the most overwhelming experiences. Like, yeah. And you you will not understand it until you have had a child. And I used to hear people say that and be like, oh, that's so like, no, you'll never experience it until you've had it. But you honestly won't. Like, it is. It's magical, terrifying. Like, when they said to us, uh, fast forward, they said to us, oh, you can leave the hospital. We, we... (laughs) We went back to the midwife station. Dan was like, should we just go and check that we're actually we, allowed to leave allowed with to the baby? It was all a bit scary. Because no, there's no manual. Nobody tells you no. this information. But that's then where you feel like this is it. You're on your, you're on your own. And you then are responsible for the life of, of, a, an, child. of a child. It's scary. I, I like, a child. like But I was sitting there. So when we had to wait for them to finish like stitching you up, I guess, I was sat Whoa. outside a room in a chair. And it was like me and Harper like, bonded that was our first moment together and it was there was all these things going on in that room there was doctors running around there was other patients i'm still with julie <laughs> lucy's still with julie there's about the weather but it, it's for me like nothing else happened it was just it was just me and harper we were just in that moment Aww. and that's time that you little cutie it was ya? cute it was cute um you paint yourself as manly and rugged i, I mean, am manly and rugged. we all know you're not manly and rugged okay Anyway, um, but it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful moment. It was. And then... And I just... It was kind of, I guess, then in the hospital. So, oh, so this is where 
this was the night, the night that she was born. Oh, tell them the hat story. Oh, the hat. So, okay, because... If you're, just prepare yourself. Dan is about to make your... Gird your actual loins. That's what I'll say. No one gird knows this. your loins. The, no oh, one knows it this. It makes me so... Maybe I did like it because it's just me, you and Hubble, but just... So when, when a baby is born... They will put a different colour hat on her depending on... It might be different hospitals, but... Different hospitals. Well, the hospital we went to, they put a little woolly hat on to keep them warm. But the different colours mean different things. It's like so, a traffic light system. Yeah. So because she needed a little bit of help, she got an... Was it orange? Like red. An, an orange or red. Didn't yeah. reference that before. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the first podcast. So we... She had a little red hat and she had that on all day. And then mm-hmm. uh, when I had to leave at night, I took that hat with me because they then had downgraded her to a different hat. And oh no! They said if you want, yeah, you can take her hat off and give her a hat. That you oh, so we put her. one of our hats on. That's right. And then I was I... like, these things I've been assessing over. I was like, oh, I've got seventeen hats. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> and first opportunity, I was like, yeah, I'll put that hat on. Oh, it was so organised. There was different packets of different. I had them in little sandwich bags. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I took the hat home and slept with the hat. That oh. night. And just, just, just like sniffed it all night. Oh, just, and... I mean, it sounds weird when you say that like that. I sniffed it all night. No, no, but, but it was like, my just... little, my little girl, and oh, I just had the hat on my pillow. And I just, like, and and again, obviously, because I couldn't be there with them, I had to leave by a certain point. But that wasn't, I mean, we had a lot of trauma that night. because oh, um, Lucy I had collapsed. So Lucy had had a lot of, I was going to build up to it, you just told them what happened. Yeah. Um, but Lucy had lost a lot of blood. Uh, and I basically nearly. So, yeah, and we were sitting there and Lucy was just basically, I think you were, you were sitting there with a fan on you because you kept saying, oh, I'm really, really hot. Yeah. And, um... All of a sudden, you part, she passed out. I literally... Everything went black, and I don't remember. But. Uh, and this nurse running, she pressed this button, and all of a sudden, there was about 15 nurses there. God. And obviously, for me, I was absolutely terrified. And he this was, was like, about to leave. This was like 8 <laughs> o'clock when I was about to leave. I was like, oh, my God, I've got not even got time to <laughs> to kind of... Process that. Process that. I then had to, like, go home without Lucy, without the baby, just to make sure they were all right. I didn't get any sleep that night. And that was the night that a spider attacked me in the bathroom. Oh, my God. So, just to top it all off, this is how we're going to end this podcast episode with a visual image for you. So, Dan's gone home. He's very overwhelmed. He's had an emotional day. He's just seen me collapse. He just had a baby. And Dan is deathly terrified of spiders. Like, if you've ever seen a grown man go become a, a small child, this is, this is Dan's baby. That's moment. terrifying. So he doesn't like spiders. He, he's going for a, what, what did you call it? A de-stress wee. Yeah. And obviously the majority of men stand up when they wee. You know, no no shame if you don't. Some men like a sit-down wee. <laughs> I, I enjoy a sit-down wee sometimes. But he was standing up and just to top his day off, a little spider. No, no, it wasn't little. Oh, so, oh, I'm sorry. A very big manly spider ran over and he was so scared he weed on the floor. <laughs> Everywhere. All over the tiles, all over the floor. <laughs> And I hadn't even finished my week. I know that's a lot of detail, but for me, with the stressful Isn't that the day, you wanted? the stressful day that I'd had, I then had to get attacked by a spider. I couldn't sleep because the spider was, you know. That's what you're thinking out in the night. Our child has been born. You were thinking about a spider. Well, I had a hat. Remember, I had a hat. So I think we're gonna park it there before I get. <laughs> Episode two. In Complete the it, mate. Complete it, mate. High five. Are you gonna eat the How rest of those? You... What? You're gonna eat the rest of these party rings? This is what I live with. Thank you for watching. Thank you and good night. For listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, they don't want to hear you chomping on your party. No, but you said thank you for watching. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Here's the money. The Dan and Lucy podcast. podcast. What are you doing? I thought it was going on one. I thought everyone goes on one. Here's the money. If you have a burning question, maybe you need us to help settle a debate, or maybe you just fancy a chat and want to be involved in series two, then drop an email to who's the mummy at edhopkinspr.co.uk and we might get you in on a future episode. <laughs>